1,000 better stories. You're listening to 1,000 Better Stories, the Scottish Communities Climate Action Network's podcast sharing stories of community-led climate action in Scotland to help us all imagine the better and fairer future and transform what we think is possible. Welcome to our Everyday Changemakers series. We blethers with everyday people taking climate action in their communities. Hello, I'm Leslie Ann Rose. I'm one of Scan's story weavers for our 1000 Better Stories podcasts and blogs. In this Everyday Changemakers interview, I talk with community artist Andrew Crummy, whose previous projects include the Great Tapestry of Scotland. Andrew is one of the team visioning for the 360 Centre, an inspiring community-led project to transform the site of the former Kakenzie power station in East Lothian. Their vision is to create an ambitious centre within a rewilded area to include a visitor centre celebrating the natural environment, arts and culture and industrial heritage of the region, as well as a centre of education and employment all of which has the environment and the changing climate at its heart. It's a fantastic example of using people and place to respect the past, protect the natural environment and vision for a better future. The 360 Centre is also one of SCAN's members of the month and you can find out more in our 1000 Better Stories blog or visit their website, the360centre.com. To start us off, very briefly, could you introduce yourself and the organisation or project that you are involved with and where you are? My name is Andrew Crummy and I am an artist. I'm based in Kakenzie East Lothian and I'm best known for the designer of the Great Tapestry of Scotland. But in this capacity, I'm representing 360 uh, Centre idea, which we've developed over a number of years to help create a better understanding of what the climate crisis is about and how we can provide positive solutions. So could you tell us a little bit more about the old Kakenzie power station, which will become the 360 centre? Just paint a picture of the place for us. I live in Kakenzie in Port Seton, and there's a a site called the Kakenzie Power Station site, which used to have a, a coal-based power station, and on the other side of it is Preston Pans. And we live right beside a beautiful coastline, which is called the John Muir Way, which is very humbling, because John Muir was a, a great man about conservation. So we live in this beautiful um, coastline overlooking the first of Forth, and we can see Fife in the distance. Right. How did you get involved in Community Climate Action and the 360 Centre? What inspired you to get involved? Well, I always had an interest in um, sort of green issues because uh, years ago I did a thing for Greenpeace in about 1995 called the World Solutions Banner. So I always had this interest in uh, what, what, what has become a crisis, I would say. But also, I, I, as an artist, um, I think the best just to explain the whole thing would be that uh, I, I was making these these sculptures of of these women that were based on the history of, in particular, Preston Pans, which is a mining history, and also I was aware Kakenzie had a fishing history, and also there was a sort of salt making history as well. 
and it's actually quite a, a religious area as well as lots of churches around here historically. There's, there's an amazing amount of history around the area and I was making these sculptures and um, I, I wanted to go up to the, the Green Hills, which is right beside the, the power station, had been uh, taken down in about 2016-17. I took these sculptures to the top of the Green Hills because I, I paint sunsets and you get these beautiful, absolutely beautiful sunsets here in the summer. And I took up these three these three women that I'd sculpted and I put them on top of the Green Hills with the sunset behind them just to create this image. I had this idea of, of these three women who represent the history of the area looking out over the first or fourth, uh, waiting for the boats to come back or they've just come out of the mines or, or, or they were praying for some tragedy that happened. They were, they were quite solemn figures. And um, I took a photograph and I put it on Facebook and immediately I got lots of response from it, particularly a lot of, a lot of local folk and um, uh, just saying how, how, how it was, they were quite moving. It was the history of women. You were, you were sort of tapping into this great, great history. And then through a series of conversations with the, which, which became the 360 Centre, we thought, well, wouldn't it be great if you could take the history of this area, you know, the mines that are still underneath the first of fourth, this fantastic history, and you could you could do something for the future. And and the biggest crisis was the was the was the climate change. You know, it's like could you take the coal that was part of that that site, the Kakenzi power station site, the actual history of it, the, the negative history like climate wise, but could you turn it into a positive? Could you actually then begin to provide the solution and maybe bring in education, maybe create jobs for the future in this area, which was now derelict. And that's how the 360 really came about. It was about linking the, the amazing history of, of, of this area and providing a solution for the, the climate uh, crisis that, that, is, that is now on. Because it is a crisis. You know, we are on the coastline and we may lose our coastline because of this. But instead of just protesting, can we begin to provide a positive solution. Now, could you share a little bit about that vision that the 360 Centre has and, and what it can be in the future? The idea developed through, and I don't want to list everybody because we've had so much help from so many people. Um, I'm not the leader of it or anything like that. It's, it is a collective more than anything else. And people come and go because it's a long process to do this. But we've had so much support over the years to do something uh, what has developed is this idea of creating a, a centre that would be that would have these three giant figures that would be looking out over the fort. So you could actually go up the top of them, and you can actually there's a viewing platform at the top. So they would replicate the chimneys that used to be at the power station, but then it, it would now be a positive thing instead of an uh, of a of a negative thing. Although the local community are ve- were very proud of the. Kakenzie Power Station and the coal history, it has to be said. But the, but the message uh, was to create this, this centre that would be a visitor centre, but would also be um, an education centre, international centre where you could come and study what climate change is and how, how, you, can, how you can change it. And also it would be a visitor centre, but it would also be a beautiful coastline. So it would be a really nice, attractive uh, part of the of the coastline where people would come just to spend time in so it has to look beautiful it's not to create a an industrial ugly mess which could happen 
the idea is still developing, but the idea at the moment we've, we've got is this: uh, we've got this idea of extending the green hills across uh, a part of the site. The three ladies would come out of these these green hills, and underneath the green hills would be these three or four buildings, which would be in the ground essentially, or would be covered in grass or natural habitat. But there would be windows looking out over the fourth where you could see the beautiful coastline, but you also could see the, the sunsets, but you can also, there's a function to them. So there'd be this visitor centre, academia, also maybe an outdoor swimming pool, um, because there's this idea of doing a, a giant heat pump in the in the site and and taking what the, the water from the, the first and fourth. And so if that's getting, if you're using the heat from the sea, then that could uh, provide an open-air swimming pool. But it would also be a lovely area just to come and have a cup of coffee or to study. It would be attractive. The other thing is it has to be really community-based. It has to have the support of the local community. And I'm a community artist, so I very much believe people have got to buy into it, but they've also got to want to use it, and it's got to have a function locally. And more importantly than anything, it's got to provide jobs locally as well because that's the one thing it's missing from this area. So it has to alleviate poverty in the area, be a community thing, but also hopefully we want to create this international centre for climate change. We want to be able to attract people to come here and discuss and put together solutions as opposed to just being frightened or scared of what's going to happen or what is happening. I mean, the the, the storms that were here this week uh, in our area it just was ghastly because what happened was the, the storms actually ripped up the seabed and so there was thousands upon thousands of starfish and mollusks and crustaceans and crabs and all sorts of things were washed up and a, a, a lot of them died. So the, the, there is a massive amount of life in the first of fourth and very sadly this uh, storm absolutely ripped the seabed and it was just a wash with all these... Uh, of this terrible destruction. We're on this coastline that stretches all the way down around East Lothian and uh, the first and fourth. We're very conscious that, that this coastline stretches all the way to Dunbar, where the John Muir comes from, but also to James Hutton down at Sicker Point, who James Hutton was the, the father of geology. So we're very conscious of the rock formations around here also. So, so we're really for the conservation of the coastline. We're working with sustainable Dunbar, but we're also working with sustainable Musselburgh uh, because they've got issues with flood protection there as well. So it's trying to work together to recognise what we have here. The other key thing about the site, which I haven't mentioned, is that we've got uh, cables from wind farms coming on here on the site. Because of the power station, you have a building on the other side, which is still there, which is connected to the national grid. So at the moment, we have two renewable companies bringing their wind farm cables into the site. So that's a key part of it as well. So it's working with them as well. And the other thing we want to do with the site is we want to use the, the old wind turbines and their blades and recycle them and build these figures from that. And actually, the, the structures that the, the building will be part of is to use the blades in the roof and seating and all sorts of things. Because the these wind turbines, the old ones, are just lying there, falling apart. But they are actually beautiful structures, so we could really do something with them. It seems new technology, but already, you know, it, there's recycling that could be done with it as well, rather than than throwing them away. Yeah. And 
build that into the fabric of the building and your vision. So the idea has developed over a period of years. It's, it's, it's been a long haul, you know, and that's, it's difficult to keep that going at times. But as it's developed, these new ideas have come come to the fore because we've been talking to various people. So like the heat pump idea is really a recent idea, but it's a great idea. And we, I think as a group, we're really happy with the heat pump thing because uh, there's, there's synergy there. So it's trying to create this positive uh, community-based, we'll work with anybody in partnership. We've got to work in partnership to do this. We can't do this ourselves. It's a really big project. It's really ambitious. We, it may never get there, but the idea is is that we can hopefully bring people together, councils, government, people, uh, industry, whatever, uh, education, uh, anybody else who wants to get involved so so we can highlight the importance of of this crisis and how how can we how can we solve it what you're describing is a really lovely imaginative creative visionary use of people and place but you're bringing all the local communities along with you and you know they've got voice and agency within that vision as well yeah i mean i'm a community artist and i do my own work but also i've done the great tapestry of scotland and other tapestries and i, I have experienced this when you bring uh, particularly in these tapestries you bring these these women together if you bring a thousand people together who are very creative and positive, you can change things. And who thought? Who would have thought ten years ago we'd have a really very smart building in Gala Shields with tourists coming to visit it? And that's and that is based on people's power. You know what I mean? So that's my experience, and that's a message that goes: that if you can manage to do that, then you can change things. And the thing about uh, doing community art projects, I think, is that it can change people's lives. It has such a it has a, a a great sense of well being. It can improve people's health. People say, you know, Matt, that that was the best period of my my life. Uh, I had such great times with it. We did this, we did that. We, we were able to do this for our community. It did this for me. It can do all sorts of things that the other art forms, non participatory art forms, don't do because community arts is about participation, and it's about creating these models that will will enable that to happen. But, I mean, it's a big ask at the same time. But it, it, it does happen. The Great Tapestry of Scotland and Galashiels would not would not happen without the thousand women who stitched that tapestry. And I'm well aware of that. And it's the same again with the 360 Centre. If we can bring people together, then we can create a power, powerful, positive, working together uh, message. What I would love you to do as a way to, to kind of finish up is can you imagine or paint a picture for us of the 360 Centre in 10 years' time? And what does it look like? Who's there? I would think it would be a Sunday afternoon, 10 years' time. And people are coming down to Kakenzie and Port City to the, the site, the 360 Centre, for, for a day out to see the giant sculptures, but also just have a nice afternoon walking along the coast, uh, enjoying the, the wildlife, enjoying the, the sun. They might go into a visitor centre, they might go for a swim, they might just have a nice time, and then maybe the next day uh, on a Monday, one of their family will be going in to be training up to be an apprentice in the, the renewable industry, or they might get trained up to go in a job, which would be in the renewable, because that is a big industry. So it's to create that ambience of that the, there is solutions and there is a way forward. Definitely is. That's lovely. Thank you. I've got one last question, really, and it's just an invitation. If there's anything that you've not said about kind of you personally, the work that you do and what inspires you, but the 360 Centre, please share that with us now. 
It's just that it's not about one person. It's about lots of people coming together. And I could list a whole series of people in this podcast, but I, I, I would always miss somebody out who's helped at some point. But I, I think it is about lots of people coming together and it's not one person and it is possible. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Nice meeting you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like and share it with others. It'll really help us reach a wider audience. If something exciting is happening in your own community, be sure to let us know so that we can help you tell your own story. You can drop our story weavers a line at stories at scan.scot. It's scan, S-C-C-A-N, dot scot, S-C-O-T. We also offer training and mini-grant support to community storytellers. To keep up to date with our offerings and everything SCAN, check out our website at scan.scot or find us on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram or simply sign up to the newsletter. <laughs>